This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi Sarah, and I am so thrilled my sister from another mister is in studio with me, Sun and Province columnist, Global News Morning contributor, Dana G, here to talk movies. Hello. I want to talk boots right now, actually. I just walked in here. Actually, I shouldn't complain. It's nice. I don't mind the snow. I'm really glad that you trekked here across the frozen tundra. Across all the way from East Van Halen. I made it here. It's not Oscar time. It's not nomination time if I don't connect with you. This is sort of our annual thing Mm -hmm. that we do. Let's dive right into it, okay? Uh, Yesterday was the early morning uh, Mm -hmm. nominations. We watched you on Global Morning News, as we always do. But I wanted to have you in studio to have the chat about it. But here are... The, uh, we're going to take you through the audio of the actual announcements. If you were up, I don't know, what is it, 5.30 in the morning it's when they do this? Five or something stupid. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, best Supporting Actress. Members of the Academy's Actors Branch nominate these performances by an actress in a supporting role. Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell. Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh in Little Women. And Margot Robbie in Bombshell. An interesting category that is kind of all over the map. Um, of course, though, it's it's lacking as uh, most of the Oscars are this year. Anybody of color diversity is like gone from these Oscars. Well, it's a it's a association of a bunch of old white guys too. We have right. to keep that in mind. Um, this is an interesting one for me. I really think that it's Laura Dern's uh, because if you lead up with the Golden Globes and all the other nominations, the SAG Awards are coming up on the nineteenth. And I love Laura Dern. I just think she's great. She's had sort of this resurgence in the last couple of years. So, and she was the for me was pretty much the best thing about Marriage Story. Like I liked that movie, but I didn't lose my mind over it like everybody else did but she plays this really tough lawyer in it so yeah I think it's hers um, Scarlett Johansson this is kind of a record breaker for her to be nominated yeah. here as well as what we'll be getting to next and uh, she's never up. been nominated before never. no there's been no best looking in a cat suit contest <laughs> yet I shouldn't say can I say that now you I can, can say, say whatever you're not, you're not a Marvel fan well I know I'm not a Marvel fan I get no. bored to death of it yeah. uh, but I shouldn't say she's a, she's a wonderfully talented actress but yes this is the first time she's ever been nominated and she's going to, we'll talk about it in a minute too, but she's also been nominated in Best Actress. So right, so right out of the gate, if you're going to get nominated, you might, might as well go big or stay home. So she's got two. There, so you, there go. you go. It is her Oscars at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Margot Robbie and, and Bombshell? Mm-hmm. Bombshell. Have you seen Bombshell? I have not yet. Okay. Well, of all of us women that work in media, we, you know, we jump to these stories right away and, and you know, basically want to see these guys uh, pushed out the door. Uh, it was, it I was, would agree with that. I would agree with that. Would I'm going to go out on a limb and mm-hmm. say sexual harassment is bad. Yes. Um, I like the uh, limited series better, um, The Loudest Voice in the Room with Russell Crowe, better than I like this film. I yeah. thought the film didn't didn't go deep enough into that. And, she, and she, she's fantastic, don't get me wrong, she's one of my favorite um, actors right now in this day. She can do anything. But I just, loved her in Once Upon a Time. Oh yeah, no, she's great. But she, she, just, she just didn't leave me with, you know, I just think that Laura Derns was a bigger one, and Kathy Bates too, it would be a great surprise because she was fantastic in Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Okay, let's get to the next category, mm. Best Supporting Actor. The nominees for performance by an actor in a supporting role are Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, first of all, like, doesn't that like seem like a category that should have been from like 20 years ago? Yes. Two? It's like the first one. Could it be whiter? 
Uh, well, and it's just also, they're all so old. Tom they're Hanks, old. Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. Yeah, this is a 1982 list. And Brad Pitt list. is now, too. Brad Pitt's considered a, you know, kind of a veteran. He's 55. Is he? Yeah. But wow. he can still, like, take his shirt off on a roof in a Tarantino movie. And I'm like, Brad Pitt on a roof. Wow, Brad Pitt on a he's, he's It's cute. a no-brainer that Brad Pitt's got this one because he's won every award going into it. Uh, he's They've forgotten about him in a bunch of other good things over the years, so this is a no-brainer. And everybody, he's sort of on the Brad Pitt um, what is it, what is it, promotional tour in that he's trying to show us that he's a good guy. He mm-hmm. struggled with his family. It, I mean, but if he tells me one more time how he got sober, yeah. I'm going to drink more because it's just, it's it's called anonymous for a reason. Mm, but I don't but know. But it is, it is a badge of courage for somebody when they really <laughs> I feel like it. they've done it. I do have a number of really good friends in my world who don't preach it. Yeah. They don't want you to stop drinking, right. but they're going to tell you why no, they're I sober. No, I get it. It's so, just yeah, sort of, it's, it's every every speech is given on it. Like, I'm, I'm, right. Don't get me wrong. It's I'm like Joaquin Phoenix and veganism. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Sorry. Did well, I just go? I guess we're kind of a little, I'm a little bit reticent of the soapbox stuff and yeah. right now because everybody's got a soapbox, you know, since Twitter's ruined all the fun of it. So anyways, I don't know. Brad Pitt, no brainer, bet on him. I'm he so deserves glad I to get to bet on him. He won. He, took, he, he stole that movie. He was the best thing about that movie. Best thing all year. I loved him in it. And you gave me the best advice on that movie. <laughs> I'm going to share it because Dana okay. G is the one that I call. I text and, and check in with <laughs> on all of my movie viewing. And I went early on to a screening of uh, Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. and I was scared because Tarantino movies mm-hmm. are so violent and you gave me the advice of when they go walking up the street at the at, with 25 minutes to go cover your eyes and your ears. Yeah. And it was the best advice. I loved the whole movie because I didn't see the part that was way too way too violent for me. Yeah, you got to Quentin Tarantino, you've got to know going in you're going to be uh, disturbed. But you didn't ruin the plot. Oh, no. I, I well, love that. I can't do that. No, I don't want you mad at me. You're a good, good person. Okay, best <laughs> actor in a leading role. For performance by an actor in a leading role, the Actors Branch nominates... Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. And Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. It's a tough one. Uh, the only one I don't think, on the only one? one that I will be super surprised if he wins is Leonardo DiCaprio because he just didn't do anything for me in that film because I was too busy watching Brad Pitt because he was so good in it. Agreed. But, um, we're going to talk about it in the second segment we do, but I just want to mention Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory is one of the greatest things I've seen in years. He is so amazing in that. And, you know, I just uh, screened Doolittle the other night. Yeah. And he plays kind of, oh, oh please tell he me. He perked up. I it's love fantastic. Robert I actually, Downey Jr. See, I'm the opposite. I, would, I wouldn't cross the street for him. He drives oh, me nuts. He's really? too cynical for me. Me. He's too cynical wow. for me. Anyways, Antonio Banderas shows up in that. He always does those great sort of over-the-top villain characters, yeah. so great, and fun ones. He's great in that, but this is Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, Joker is... For them to get like 11 nominations too, I was quite kind of surprised about that, but people are really embracing this film and, uh, you know, he just was on 60 Minutes on Sunday, so that, you know. How do you get 11 nominations and be really the only person in the movie? Well, that's the thing. Win. No other acting actors right. got nominated for it. So yeah, I think that's, we can't go wrong. Jonathan Price is perfect in The Two Popes, but you have to drink a lot of coffee to stay awake for that one. And Adam Driver. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. It's a nice movie. It's a solid movie, but it's not, I don't know. I'm not, I didn't walk out of there going, wow. Yeah, I have a hard time going to that movie. Maybe it's because I'm divorced. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm divorced like, too, but I didn't I even wanna, think of that. Thanks. No. Now I'm going to oh. ruin it for me. I don't want to go. I don't want to go problem? there in my downtime. Really? Exactly. <laughs> felt. All right. Yeah. I, I digress. Let's go to uh, it's best. It's good though. I like that part about you. Thank you. Thank you. Best actress in a leading role. <laughs> for performance by an actress in a leading role, the Actors Branch nominates Cynthia Erivo 
in Harriet. Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan in Little Women. Charlize Theron in Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger in Judy. <laughs> we know you won't have an opinion on Scarlett Johansson because of Marriage Story. Um, I don't. No. I love Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm hearing from everyone... Uh, that they really love the idea of Saoirse Ronan winning because Little Women is so good. Yeah. But, but Judy is yeah, hands down. the movie, right? Renee Zellweger. Well, the two performances that are interesting is uh, Charlize Theron and Renee Zellweger both become real people, which is super hard. Um, and what, sorry, what um, Renee Zellweger did, I think, amazingly, is that I never thought about Renee Zellweger playing Judy. I thought I was watching Judy Garland from that. Right. And they did this, and it's actually, it's too bad they released this movie so early in the year because it's actually a great little biopic in that they focus on one part of the person's life instead of, you know, when you're going chronologically through everything. There's some flashbacks because you kind of find out why she became a drug addict because they were drugging her for, um, you know, which, what was the big movie? Why is it for? Wizard of Oz? Yes. She was high through the whole thing, right, to keep her working. Oh how, how does that make you feel? I'm ruining everything, everything for you today. Everything is <laughs> Broken. <laughs> Broken. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, she's remarkable in that. People, if you can find that, I think it's streaming now. Go watch her. Oh, That's it? amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shirley Ronan. Yeah, it's great. Little Women was a lovely film, but I, how many times you read that book or seen that movie? So it wasn't re-envisioned by Greta Gerwig. A little Gerwig. bit. A little bit here and there. Some interesting stuff, but it's still the March sisters and they're still, you got to listen to them try to marry well and all right. that stuff. I, I kind of want more modern stories about women right now. I'm sorry. There's a lot of stories to be told. Don't that. apologize. I'm writing it down. Judy. That's what I'm going to be watching okay. this weekend because yeah, it's streaming. Okay, mm -hmm. let's go Best Director. Mm -hmm. For Achievement in Directing, the Director's Branch of the Academy nominates The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, Joker, Todd Phillips, 1917, Sam Mendes, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, and Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. Congratulations to those men. Congratulations <laughs> to those men. Atta girl. Yeah, no kidding. Once again, no female directors in Hollywood had films good enough, they think, to make the uh, best picture. Greta Gerwig should have been in there, I think. But the problem is you've got to go, go back for them. They've got to get the projects. Yes. They have to get the support. It's just we go over this all the time. You're not just going to women... With break, you know, with scripts like The Irishman or 1917, those aren't falling into their laps. They're still fighting the patriarchy to get those projects. So, and I saw an interview with Greta Gerwig, and she mentioned that when um, a young male director has an opportunity at a place like Sundance, mm -hmm. they then get the next big yeah. product project. And a woman has a similar experience at Sundance, and that next big project yeah. isn't just lobbed there. It's that's weird. the thing that. Well, there's only been one woman nominated in the last ten years, for now, and it was her. So here we go. Anyways, enough right. of that. Who should okay. win that one? Who I, should win, Quentin? Uh, big, big pictures, big movies, uh, I always think should win for best picture and best director and or getting performance. Quentin Tarantino made a big, huge movie. Uh, Sam Mendes made a really, really big. big, huge movie. So I'm, I'm kind of going to, I think Quentin Tarantino, even though he's won, well, they've actually split it because the Golden Globe, blah, blah. I think I'm going to go with uh, Sam Mendes. I think people are starting to pay attention to 1917. I've sent a bunch of people to it in the last week, and uh, it's really quite a stunner. Clint Claire Allen and Nikki Reitmeyer went last night, mm -hmm. and that's all they can yeah. talk about this morning. Is it true that it's only two shots or well, something crazy like that? It's made to look that way. Yeah. It's cut. It, it's I can't remember the name of the exact technology for it, but it's cut so precisely that you actually feel like that's the case. Like you wow. sit in that movie theater and you are in France in 1917 with these guys running, right? Like it's crazy. Okay, that's being written down. Let's get to it. Best picture. 
All voting members of the Academy have nominated the following films for Best Ooh. Picture. Ford versus Ferrari, Peter Chernin, Jeno Topping, and James Mangold, producers. The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Jane Rosenthal, and Emma Tillinger-Koskoff, producers. Jojo Rabbit, Carthew Neal, and Taika Waititi, producers. Joker, Todd Phillips, Bradley Cooper, and Emma Tillinger-Koskoff, producers. Little Women, Amy Pascal, producer. Marriage Story, Noah Baumbach and David Heyman, producers. 1917, Sam Mendes, Pippa Harris, Jane Ann Tengren, and Callum McDougall, producers. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, David Heyman, Shannon McIntosh, and Quentin Tarantino, producers. And Parasite, Kwak Shine and Bong Juno, producers. So much talent in there. Holy. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm just looking at my list in front of me, and I keep wanting to change my mind. I think 1917 is going to win it. I just think because they're voting this week, um, the Academy, for those spots, right? They did the nominations, then they vote again. 1917 is gaining ground. And like I said, it is a big, giant, beautiful movie. Parasite's my favorite movie, but we're going to talk about that a little bit in a little bit. Um, will Joker upset them? I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm, my money's on 1917, and Tarantino maybe, but no, 1917. All right. Joker should know there's a uh, connection to us here. Braun uh, Production Company is from here, and they put some of the money behind it. So Really? Really. See, I always learn something Joker. when Dana G stops in, yeah. and I'm going to be filling out my Oscar ballot because we got the in-house pool here at CKW. Oh, yeah, Claire's got the ballots all ready to go. Okay, uh, but you have breaking news. Before we get yeah, to... I do. How much fun is this? Well, oh. just before I came in here, it was announced that uh, Billie Eilish, you know, the 18-year-old pop star who anybody who has their shoes on the right feet should get. Um, She's been announced to be the person who's writing and singing along with her brother Phineas. Phineas and Billy. Phineas and Billy Eilish. Uh, No Time to Die. No Time to Die. No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Die. We rehearsed that. Um, The new Bond film that comes out in April and possibly um, the last Bond for Daniel Craig, Sai, she's going to do the song. So we'll see what comes out. Yeah, maybe she should just use that bad guy song. I love love a Bond song, I got to tell you. They resonate. They're iconic, right? Um, They're big. They're big. Okay. Let's talk about those movies that don't okay. get the attention that you think mm-hmm. that we should see. I've got my pencil sharpened and I'm ready to make a list. Where do we begin? Okay, well, there's lots to start with, but I, I sort of broke it down into three categories for us today. We're going to do a couple films from each one. We'll start with foreign films. And I'm talking, these are movies that came out last year. Yeah. So uh, Parasite, which is my favorite and I think the best movie of the year by far, the Korean film from Bong Joon-ho. It's pitch perfect. It's scary. It's suspenseful. The performances are amazing. It's sad that some of the actors were left out of the award season in this. It won the Palme d'Or a con, which means that was the best picture there. Uh, best foreign film at the Golden Globes. But in the Oscars, it gets to be in the regular best picture category. I mean, it won't stand a chance there, but it will win best foreign. I like See the it. acceptance speech with the translator saying if he can get over the three-inch high words you in, yeah. in films, you'll, you'll open up a whole well, new world. I say that to people all the time in the last minute, they're like, oh, it's subtitles. I'm like, oh, you can read though, right? I kind of get into the subtitles. You, you need titles. to just There's relax, focus. Yeah. right? You need to relax and just follow it because if they're done well, sometimes obviously subtitles are done poorly, but that's where most of the best films are. So check that one out. The other foreign film, sort of foreignish. I guess they speak Spanish in most of it. Um, I mentioned it earlier. Pain and Glory, the Pedro Almodovar. I always say his name weird. Um, Antonio Banderas' film is 
Oh, I loved every second of it. Antonio so Banderas is basically playing the actual director through his life, and it's amazing. I can't believe this. We've got one okay. like quick, okay. quick must okay. see. Uh, what? Just one left to go. Okay, yeah. Canadian films. There's two you should see. Is Antigone? Yes, it's not. It's Antigone, not Antigone. See that and Antigone. see Anne at thirteen thousand feet. One's a Quebec film. One's uh, I think from Alberta film. Both fantastic Canadian films. Lots of good movies. There. Anne at thirteen thousand feet. Anne at thirteen thousand feet. Antigone. It's not Antigone. Damn yeah. gee, it goes by too fast with I you. Know. Will you come back and see me soon? Uh, yes. And we'll just go for a nice glass of wine together because it's been too long, girlfriend. It has. 